Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. This is the second of our FPL chat. So, what we mentioned before is we're going to be discussing. Things that are fantasy that are not the Scottish game. So going forward, we'll have uh, every so often the FPL chat. European Fantasy League starts shortly, so we can cover a bit of that on these podcasts in every couple of weeks. And when the World Cup starts down that line, we'll do that as well. Just to keep it completely separate from the Scottish game. So if anybody's listening, it's just totally for the Scottish game. They know what podcast they go for. If they listen, listen love the sound of their voices and their amazing ranks and all these different games we play, they can listen to this and this instead. So what I'll do is first of all is to go to the link and go to our top three. So number three is by Very Self. Half hour fantasy podcast, Peter, with 403 overall. Second is Mingus 11, Charles Mingus, 408 overall. And still number one is FTOFFC, Fraser McLachlan overall. So let's go to our game week points and rank. And I'll start with yourself, Tom. So my overall rank is about 2.8 million. Um, my points for this week was 44, um, just one underneath the average, so not too good. Um, I had Sanchez in goals for one point. Trent got me one point. Walker got me two. Gabriel got me one. Cucurella got me one. In midfield, Diaz got me three. Martinelli, two. And Gross, five. Then up front, Captain Haaland got me 18. Uh, Jesus got me one and Kane got me nine. I had four points on the bench for Neko Williams. Um, I've had quite a few points on the bench this season between him and Andreas and the Silver, so nothing new there. Hey, yourself, Donny? Game week ranking overall and points? Okay, so my score this week was 52, so not bad in a relatively low scoring week. So I've got Erdogan in goals for two, Trent for one, Trippier eight. Cancelo 2, Diaz 3, Harrison 1, Gross 5, Martinelli 2, and the same 3 as Tom, Haaland captain 18, Jesus 1, Kane 9. So 52 points. Overall, 391, and my rank is 440k. So not too bad. Is that a green arrow this week then, Donny? Yeah, Yeah, green arrow. So making, making the right moves. Right, so myself had 48 points this week. I had Mace in goals for 1, Perisic 1. Estepinin 1, Cancelo 2, Trent 1, midfield, Martinelli 2, Harrison 1, Diaz 3, up front, Haaland, Captain 18, Jesus 1, and the, probably the, my hero week was Tony, 17 points. And like Tom, I had Patterson sitting third on the bench, sorry, fourth on the bench for six points, but obviously with a fixture, I had no intention of playing him in that game. 
That gives me an overall rank. It was a rise this week to 163k overall. So, again, it's going the right direction. So, what we're going to do is we're going to discuss a couple of things that we've noticed last couple of weeks. We've now had six game weeks in, so we can kind of discuss what we think now in certain aspects. So, first of all, the big burning point I've just talked about, Salah. And just over, cover that Salah and Liverpool's form. And how do you think? Seen a lot of wildcards going this week. We know Salah in it. And Liverpool have started the season off pretty slow. I'll give my two cents first. I think Liverpool look like a team. The squad looks stretched. For years before, I've looked at the squad and I say, oh, look, the strength and depth, the money and stuff like this. But in this seat now, I just feel like they don't really have that strength and depth. I personally have only got one Liverpool player, is that right? Trent, right now. And as we'll discuss another point more forward, I think I'll be getting rid of him too. So what's your thoughts on the Salah and Liverpool overall, Donny? Okay, so I started the season with Salah. Um, I tried to remain patient um, right up until the 9-0 game. And then that was enough for me. As a Rangers fan, it's great that Liverpool are not clicking. You know, We might might just get them in enough time that we can um, take some points off them in, in Champions League. But I'm not too confident of that. But yeah, they're just they're misfiring for a team with as much talent as that. They just don't seem to be clicking. And we say that about a lot of Scottish teams, but I've got Trent and I've got Diaz. Again, neither of them um, are doing anything. I would probably hold on Trent um, just to see how it pans out, but they don't have great fixtures coming up. Like three out of their next four are maybe not so good, but Diaz, I could come off. Midfield does offer value. There's probably enough in there, but if anyone is still on them, then they're a lot more loyal than I was um, because he's just offering nothing. And that's re- you know, reflecting in the way Liverpool are playing. They're just not not good at all. So I think I've also got Diaz too because I've got... That's what I've got. Right, Tom, what's you your You forgot. Thoughts? Not that bad, you forgot. No, he, he, had, a, he had a good week a couple weeks ago, didn't he? But Diaz had done pretty well. But since then, he's... I don't know, he's pretty quiet. What do you think? What's your thoughts, Tom? The whole Salah situation and Liverpool as a whole? Yeah, I ended up getting rid of Salah as well. Um, I had a, two transfers in the bank uh, this week or last week. I can't quite remember now. Um, so I, I ended up downgrading Salah to Diaz. So I still had some uh, exposure to Liverpool. And I used the money to... What did I use the money for? I used the money to get gross in. Right. I think... I can't remember now. I did something with it. I think I just banked it because I'm sitting with over four million in the bank, so I must have just banked it. There you go. Um, so, yeah. In terms of Liverpool, they've, they've tried to change things up by bringing in Darwin. I think even when now that Darwin's back and back in the squad, I don't think it's going to have that much of an impact on Salah because he's probably going to stay out wide. Um, as he was when Darwin was on the pitch. So I think all of Salah's stats are down apart from chances created, but you're not going to end up getting his, his usual haul just on the back of assists. He needs to get goals and that's not happened. Plus at 13 million, he's taken up a big, big chunk of budget. So he really needs to perform and perform quite well. Um, another aspect is the performances of Haaland as well. Uh, two hat-tricks on the bounce means a lot of people probably aren't going to be captain in Salah, so uh, by not owning him, you're probably not going to be punished too badly if he does if he does well, because 
the vast majority of people I imagine now going forward will be Captain Haaland. I think he's now overtaken Jesus for ownership. I think he's yes, yep. seven, seven point, 70, sorry, 78%, 79% round about there. So people are going to be scared. And that's, I think people are going to stick with the Haaland captain from, for the, sh- the short term anyway. So I don't think having Salah is offering a lot of benefits at the minute. Just on that as well, obviously, can Sal with his price point, if you're not going to captain him, what is there really a point in having him? Who would you, in hindsight, have in instead, midfielder? De Bruyne? Anybody else, Tom? As like a premium midfielder? Nah, like a somebody, if you're, big if you're, budget if you're, kind of guy? If you're starting over again, but you can't see the stats and all that, who would you, you want to be sitting there in Salah's place now, like, and you'd also kind of cap? Because Sun's not up any form either, so Sun's out of the situation. The Bruyne's one I'd aim to go for eventually, but then he's been based every so often as well, so it's it's kind of a weird one this year. Yeah, it's very strange. I don't think anybody stands out. Son's been underperforming. KDB, he's not offered that much, considering his his price tag as well. Um, He's probably the one that you would go for if you had to. You twisted my arm and I had to go for one of them. Sterling might not be a bad option, but now he's just got a bad Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, um, Sterling would have been my shout, but maybe not as a captaincy choice, but definitely as somebody you will get returns probably more consistently. Yep, Sterling. Um, but even when he played out wide, I mean, obviously Aubameyang, he's not going to play down the middle. I imagine that would probably be Aubameyang. But even when Sterling was at um, City, he was still getting lots of returns out on the out wide, so I think he could be a decent option. So, but that, yeah, that's... We've got to see what happens there. We've not seen anything with Aubameyang in, in the Chelsea squad, so we need to see how things go first. Any players to add to that discussion, Donny, or is it still in the one stands out for you? No, I mean, I've got premium forwards. I don't really have much space in the midfield. Um, we're going to talk about Man United, so we can cover cover off that. But it, De Bruyne is, is the obvious standout. But again, with limited game time, you, you, you're at a risk there as well. Arsenal, Arsenal are in good season, but again, there's no standouts um, that you would hang your hat on. I think best just to keep it on Haaland um, for for the foreseeable future. Well, you mentioned this. Let's move on to Man United. My other alternative would have been uh, a bench, maybe Hernandez, but he's been quite quiet and all. Looks he looks okay, but he's not been point on. So Man United have actually turned in their fixtures after a kind of really dodgy start of the season. So I'm assuming like. Myself, he's both thinking about my United assets to come in at some point. So, who would you go for and why? We'll start with you, Don. I think I've, I've wrote down two players here. I think Dallo is a good option at the back. Pretty much risk-free at his price point. You can get to him probably from any of the, the current defenders that you have in your team. Um, he did, if I'm not mistaken, get attacking returns in their previous game. Um, so I think that's quite a risk-free option. Um, Rashford was my other player. I started the the game with Rashford in the midfield. I thought they could start the season strong and he would be a key player for them. It didn't turn out to be the case, so um, I changed him out quite quickly. But in their most recent game against Arsenal, he, he showed the typical player that he is, um, making runs into the box and, and creating goal-scoring opportunities. Um, so for me, that would be the first place that I look um, um, when I'm talking about my transfers this week. I think the fixtures that they've got are pretty generous. 
uh, up until the international break. Um, so that's probably going to be the first one. And as I say, if you're wanting into the defence, um, the low is an option. Yeah, that's exactly the names I had. Tom, yourself? <laughs> yeah, that was, that's, that's what I was going to say as well. Rashford, I mean, if you're selling Salah and you've got all these funds sitting about Rashford at 6.5, you've got money in the bank. It's, it's not it's not a big risk. You can quite easily bench him at 6.5 if you're going to spread the funds amongst the midfield. You're maybe going to be sitting like Rashford, Gross, Rodrigo, if he manages to come back. Players like that, so... It's not a big loss if you were wanting to gamble, um, particularly if he's playing up front and down the middle. Um, Darlow as well. Obviously, he's got assist potential there, so they, they could be a decent option. If you were to wildcard this week, Man United's fixture run isn't too bad. Um, other than Man City away, you could perhaps argue Chelsea away, but much like the, the Scottish League, Clean sheets don't seem to be assured from from many teams this season, so um, he could potentially even score in these fixtures, the way things are going just now. So um, those would be the two I would look at as well. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, which brings me on to another point you just mentioned as well was with the defenders at the back. Big at the back. Everybody started the season off. I didn't really go the full five myself, but all the templates you've seen online, all the kind of people who were like... Uh, Podcast providers, content providers, sorry, we're giving all big at the back, big at the back. But it hasn't really worked out at all, it? apart from the odd haul here or there for certain players like James went nuts one week, and obviously Trent. 
But what's your thoughts, bringing it back? Uh, you went away from it. Do you still think it can come through? I know, Tom, I believe you, you said you weren't a big fan of it. Do you still think it's go elsewhere? I wasn't a big fan of it at the start of the season. I think I started with, well, I did, I, yeah, I started with Haaland, Jesus and Kane up front. So that's where I, I kind of put my money. Um, I'm probably my cheapest area was the midfield because I had Salah and it was just Martinelli was probably the, the second best player after that and he's only 6.5 so um, that's how I kind of spread my funds about I think it's at present it's even bigger the back's probably even less relevant because the clean sheets aren't being made and then even looking at your premium defenders like Cancelo they're not really in amongst the, the goals or assists neither's Trent Robertson well, Simicast started the other game, maybe just be a rest, but this early on in the season, I don't know. So the big ones at the back aren't really offering a lot. Chelsea seem a bit disjointed too. So James is all right, but he's also injury prone, and we've seen that already. He's, he's already missed a game. Um, he missed a lot last season. Chilwell might be an emerging option, so that's something to, to look at, but I don't think that's where you want to be focusing all your funds. Plus, you can also get for Fana to cover your Chelsea coverage at 4.4 right now as it stands. Just going forward. What are your thoughts, big at the back, Donnie? Are you sticking with it or getting away from it? Um, a bit of both, to be honest. I mean, I've got double Man City defence, and whilst it's paid out a couple of game weeks, as soon as they concede a goal, I'm cornered. So that's one thing that I'm looking to come off. Um I would still try and stay with the, the top six teams, but maybe look at the cheapest option within each of those um, and and maybe try and go down that route. Um, we've talked about the low at Man United as an option. I've got Trippier. I don't think if either of you two got him. He's planned in this week for me. I had him at the start of the season. He is a, a bonus points magnet. He, he's clutched for me in the last couple of weeks. Um, whilst Newcastle are hit and miss on the pitch, he is quite a reliable um, defender in that respect, um, so he's a hold for me. Um, Trent, I would, I would probably keep, um, but the likes of Cancelo, Ederson, they're, they're they're too straight away that flag up. I mean, I was even thinking about going to here in goals just to to give me a route out um, of that double. Um, so I'll just have to wait and see. But you still want to try and stick with the the top teams because it's so hard to to find clean sheets elsewhere, um, but maybe just the cheapest option. So the cheapest Man City defender that's getting game time, the cheapest Chelsea defender, um, and so on, um, rather than the, the ones that maybe get you the points. So that's that's what I'd be trying to target. Try to hold off wildcarding. Um, I'll manage to do it this week, and then we'll see where we are um, after that. But yeah, defensively, it's just hit and miss at the moment. So. Plus, there's been good options. You mentioned Trippier. Perisic's a good option as well. Yeah. He, he can hold goes nuts. I mean, I'd like to look at Brighton and Brentford so far defensively. I know we've had a couple of games where they've kind of conceded, but I mean, there's good alternatives there and all. He can spend the money elsewhere. Uh, Fafana at Chelsea's coming. I'm sure he's going to be an every wildcard team, but so when that kicks in, he's going to start rising because he's going to be pretty much guaranteed in that defence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, Trent's the one I, I kept all last season with Cancelo. Cancelo seems to play a bit more reserved this week, inverted, but more like, I know he's not on the same planet, but like Taylor type thing where he's offering up, but he's coming to midfield more often and he's not pushing up. Then he occasionally goes to the wing and he looks dangerous, but it's not as dangerous as he was last season. And that's a lot of money for him as well. And I'm not keeping the clean sheets. So it's just going forward. I'm 
maybe take one out at a time and see who's the most informed. Do you have any add, Tom? Um, just in terms of you're talking about Trippy, I think Pope might be a good um, option for goalkeeper as well, just because Newcastle's fixtures are pretty good um, up until the the, um, the World Cup wild card. Um, they've kept three clean sheets so far, and they do concede quite a lot of shots, which is good for for goalkeepers because if he's not getting you clean sheet points, he's perhaps going to get you some save points. Um, and if there's a few one nils or nil nils, he might be in with the bonus as well. Well, he's a really good keeper at that. Yeah. Any else to add, any Tom time stuff? Not this week? No. You should have used it last week when we had it. Any add to the goalkeeper <laughs> talk, Tony, any else to add FPL-wise? Um, just that, you know, the general consensus is that come the international break, we're, we're all going to wildcard. So that's only two games away. So if you're happy enough with your team and you just want to make one change every week, you've only really got two more game weeks until um, you can rip it up and start again. If you're really, really, really struggling, then just do it now. Try and get a, a jump on everyone else um, would be my shout. But it's just trying to find the value. I've got a few, like some gross I've had for a few weeks now. Martinelli, who had a goal chopped off. Uh, Trippier, you know, my, my three forwards, I... I swapped out Tony to get to Kane, which okay this week would have given me a haul, but Kane's had good returns mm-hmm. in the last couple of weeks. Jesus has dropped off for him. It's just the way Arsenal play, they can go on hot and cold streaks, but I'm still happy to stick with him. Um, so I don't need to wildcard immediately. If I can hang on this week, see where we are, and then wildcard will come into play um, either game week eight or when the international break kicks in. So that was all I had to add. Are you the same, Tom? You well card on the national break? Or? Uh, I don't, I'm not too sure. I kind of want to see how things go this weekend because obviously there's been a few players brought in in the transfer window. Um, but at the same time, there's a few. There's a nice little run of plum fixtures like Newcastle this weekend. Uh, they'll have West Ham, then Bournemouth, then Fulham, then Brentford. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... You've got Man United, Spurs, Chelsea and Leicester after that between uh, game week 11 and then the, the international break. So you kind of want to get on these guys now. Um, I quite like Zaha at Palace. They've got, they've got the best run of fixtures between now and the, the, the World Cup too. So Zaha has an interesting option. And also, um, I don't think we've mentioned Mitrovic yet. He's had a return in every fixture so far. Um, so Fulham after, I mean... Arguably, they could probably score against Chelsea this weekend. But after that, they've got a really good run up until the World Cup too. So I probably want to get on Mitrovic pretty soon. Um, so it's, it's, I'm perhaps maybe thinking after the weekend, maybe pulling the trigger on the wild card. I don't want to hang about too long. Try and get a leg up on my opponents. <laughs> I've seen a lot of work as people discussing that it was either Tony or Mitrovic. That seems one of the burning questions. I mean, that's... the Abdi's going to have Haaland, I'm assuming. And then it's two yeah. others. And a lot of them have went kept with Jesus or one other. Isaac was in there for Newcastle as well. If he hits the ground running, because he's a, got a big differential. But I'm on Tony right now, but I think at some point the fix will swing and I'll move to Metro level. I was going to do. It's just try to, as you said, don't you try to steal a match. You're ranked yeah. pretty low, so you're trying to jump up quicker than anybody else, I suppose. So, yeah. Do you have anything else to add before we wrap this up? Uh, just the same as what we talk about in Scotland. You've got two rounds of Champions League 
uh, fixtures in between uh, all of these games. Again, rotation, game time, all of those things will need to be considered. So having those extra two weeks when you do want to play your wild card, you're just going to get more information. So um, we'll just have to see how that one pans out as well. Okay. So that was our second VFBL chat. So guys, if you liked it, you can let us know on Twitter. And we'll be back next week with the just a Scottish podcast night, I believe. So thanks for listening. Say goodbye, Donny. Bye. Tom, say goodbye. Bye-bye. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.